The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister and Executive Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. I'm continuing my series titled, What's Going On in Metaphysics? And today I want to talk about a real special project that's happening and why we need to get behind it, support it, and make sure that it happens. Today, my guest is the Reverend Mark Hicks, who is the founder of Truth Unity Ministries. Many of you all might know him from the truthunity.net website. And you probably use his resources already. <laughs> so uh, without further ado, uh, Reverend Mark Hicks, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. Beautiful, beautiful. So, you know, you've been working on a major project uh, for a few years and it's titled the Fillmore Study Bible. And I want you to let the listeners know what the project is and why it's important. Well, I can tell you, the um, it is a big project. And um, think of all the efforts we make in New Thought and um, in the Fillmore Circles to get the message out to people. We hold services. We, uh, we advertise. We uh, do classes. We have programs. And, uh, but, you know, when I walk into Barnes & Noble, I see a... A, um, a rack of books there, the Bible rack, and that's where most, at least North Americans, go for their uh, spiritual needs. They go to the Bible. And if you look at that, there's study Bibles in there. Some of them are evangelical, some are Catholic, some are mainstream, mainline, Protestant. Um, but we in New Thought have a unique way of looking at the Bible. We know that. Wouldn't it be nice if we could find on that rack a, a Bible, particularly a study Bible, in uh, contemporary English, uh, a sound translation, and along with the text, there would be annotations, just like the Harper Study Bible has and the Oxford Annotated Bible has. There would be annotations there. Those annotations would be coming from Charles Fillmore and his students as they interpreted the Bible over 70 or 80 years. And that's the goal, is to have a, uh, a physical printed Bible in the bookstores available to the public for you and I that has the, uh, the, the message of the Fillmore's in the annotations. And, you know, you. when we started this out, that was for, uh, it was a study Bible, and it is a study Bible. Um, in the same sense that the others are, the Harper Study Bible and the Oxford and the Interpreters. But it's also a devotional Bible, because when we go to that Bible rack there in Barnes & Noble, 
You're going to find Life Application Bible and many others that are devotional. You know, they have men's Bibles and women's Bibles and children's Bibles and soldiers' Bibles. Well, um, it's a lot of time that you and I, you know, we, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're a little overwhelmed with life. We like to sit down on the couch, get a glass of water, sit and reflect, open our Bible, thumb through it, and we're looking for an answer. And wouldn't it be nice when we turn to um, Matthew eleven twenty eight? Come to me, all you who are, who are uh, weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Wouldn't it be nice if we could read that passage and then flip over? and find out how it was interpreted by the Fillmore's for many years. It's an example. So it's not just study. It's also devotion. That's beautiful. For many years, I was the bookstore manager at Christ Universal Temple. We probably have one of the largest New Thought metaphysical bookstores in probably in any New Thought church or in general, and just square feet and just the amount of material we would purchase. And probably every couple of weeks, someone would come in and ask me for a metaphysical Bible. Well, they would say things like, well, I got the metaphysical Bible dictionary and I have the revealing word and I'm buying the books that you told me to buy or for my classes. But don't you just have a Bible that I could just use? It just tells me what this stuff means. And I would always have to go back and say, well, there's no such thing as a metaphysical Bible. So I'm really excited about what this Bible can do for our community. And for those who are not, who are listening, who might not be familiar with the works of Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, because I know that everybody that listens to Unity Online Radio might not necessarily be familiar with the history of Unity. The metaphysical Bible interpretation that is used by the majority of people in the New Thought movement was developed by Charles Fillmore. And most people use the metaphysical Bible interpretation. As a matter of fact, uh, Mark, I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I would go to other cities to preach at different churches, whether they new thought, um, you know, different denominations, uh, I would sometimes bump into churches that did not have a decent expertise in metaphysical Bible interpretation. And they would ask me to teach them sometimes they weren't Unity and UFBL. They were CSL or Independence, but they didn't have the Fillmore method. And I was trying to explain to them that this is the method that is used not just by Unity and the Universal Foundation for Better Living, but across the board when it comes to metaphysical Bible interpretation. Have you bumped into that same situation as you travel and meet with people? Well, absolutely, but I, I get the same information from another way, and that is that uh, over half, closer to two-thirds of the visitors that come to Truth Unity are accessing Bible resources. We have prosperity resources, prayer resources, metaphysical, you know, metaphysics resources, lots of stuff. We've got historical resources. They're coming for the Bible. And they're not necessarily uh, Unity or UFBL people. They may not be New Thought people. I've got a whole bunch of Congregationalists and even Baptists come because it's a unique way to interpret Scripture. And the Bible is deep in our psyche. 
uh, it's there. Uh, it, it's a little hard for a lot of people today because many people didn't grow up with it, you know. Uh, but it, it, we need a printed Bible with New Thought, Fillmore uh, annotations. Absolutely. There's a big demand for it. So when I'm working with people in our movement, sometimes I bump into the argument that, you know, we should, in the New Thought Movement, de-emphasize the Bible and the metaphysical Bible interpretation to, to speak more mainstream, you know, metaphysics without the Bible. I've, I've had serious discussions with people around the subject. And my pushback has always been the Bible is a part of the psyche of Western society. You cannot get around it. You can only help people deal with it. And we have a unique way of interpreting it. And everywhere I go where I bump into people who say, or even leaders who don't really emphasize the metaphysical Bible interpretation, when I show up and I start doing metaphysical Bible interpretation, that their people love it. So why do you think the Bible started to get de-emphasized in the New Thought Movement and sometimes even in the Unity Movement? Well, it's been misinterpreted, and we have attracted a lot of people who have been uh, harmed by the misinterpretation, and that's been going on a long time. Uh, the, the fact is we are one with God. We are not separate from God. fact is we're born in unity with God. We're not born uh, in sin. The fact is we are transformed through the scriptures, uh, the message of the Spirit through the scriptures. We are not damned. Uh, it, it, the people that are pushing back against using the Bible are people who have been fed and a, a, a mistaken interpretation of the Bible. It is not healthy. It is not wholesome. And we have a choice in new thought. You and I have a choice. We can run away from it. We can run away and say, I'm not Christian. I don't want the Bible. Or we can turn around and claim, take the Bible back. And we can claim our Christian, our identity as metaphysical Christians. And there's a big difference between a metaphysical Christian and a, an evangelical Christian. Okay, we, So we need to turn back and reclaim the Bible. And, and one way to do that, a credible way, is to put out a study Bible that has embedded in it um, the interpretations that we've inherited from our spiritual forebears. I would agree. I would definitely agree. So let's get a little bit into the the weeds of the of the process. What is the process that you use to work with the, this Fillmore Study Bible? What's the translation? What's the methodology? And then we can talk about how people can help and support this project. Okay. Yeah. Well, the uh, the Fillmores, when they did their interpretation, which was in the early 1900s, used the Bible of the day, which was the American Standard Version. And the um, that version was the predecessor to
to what is now known as the Revised Standard Version and the New Revised Standard Version. The problem with the that earlier version is it had the King's English, and it's difficult to understand. Uh, fortunately, in the 1990s, there was an update to the ASV, the American Standard Version, called the World English Bible, W-E-B. And it's not a new translation. It's just simply a update of the language to global, contemporary global English. And lucky for you and I, that translation is in the public domain. It's not owned by anyone, which made it freely accessible for us to adopt and to use as the basis for the Fillmore Study Bible. What that means is we can generate a PDF, send that PDF to anyone, and not have to worry about copyright and royalties. And so not only are we producing this study Bible, but we are producing it in a way that makes it more accessible than any other study Bible in the world. And it's in what's called World English. Um, it's the World English Bible. And what that means is not British English. It's not American English. It's English that is... Uh, as accessible as can be to anyone who speaks English. And let me kind of translate what that means. What it means is if you are a Brazilian or a, uh, 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 an Israeli or, you know, someone who does, did not grow up speaking English, but you learned English like many do, this is the translation for you. And, uh, so we're using the World English Bible uh, translation. That's new. I spoke with you two years ago, and we didn't have it at that time. Uh, the other thing that's new is we have a uh, uh, it's a technical software capability that lets us put out individual books. And so right now you can go out to our website, and you can download a PDF for the Gospel of Matthew, fully annotated, and you can download a PDF that you can take to your local print shop and ask them to print it out front and back on 8.5 by 11 paper. And so you can have today for free a printed Fillmore Study Bible for the Gospel of John, the Gospel of of Matthew, and uh, several other books. Uh, the, the, The Book of Romans is available. First uh, Corinthians is available, and there is new books being made available almost every month now. Uh, but those four books that I just mentioned are available right now uh, for free, um, and you can you can either read it online, you can download a PDF to read on your own computer. Uh, and uh, which means you don't have to be online or you can download a PDF that is in booklet format that you take to your printer or you run it through your own printer if you have that capability and you print your own copy. And so we're not only shooting for a new Testament by the end of 2021, we're shooting for a new uh, study 
a new new individual book every few weeks. And uh, we have I have two collaborators that are working with me right now. They're they're doing approximately one new chapter per day, uh, in in applying these developing these annotations. And so, you know, the the Gospel of Mark is is sixteen chapters, and we're up to chapter five right now. Uh, and so, you know, roughly mid July we'll have the Gospel of Mark. Okay. Okay. I thought for sure I purchased one of those books, at least one, on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I think it was a print-on-demand. Is mm-hmm. that still available for persons who wants to buy it in a book it's form? An older, it, it is, but it, that was our prototype, and that is, that's the Gospel of John. Um, it was generated using an older technology. It's using the Americans, the older version of the Bible text. The film, the ASV. Okay. Um, but the, the the there's a brand new one that is a bit available for download. Our next step uh, will be we will put a print on the demand up on Amazon for the four Gospels when they're ready. That will be our next milestone, and I expect that will be sometime this summer. Um. But we're trying to make this as available as as possible, and the best way to do that is to make it downloadable. Um, but yes, you can go out to you can put in Fillmore Study Bible John in your in your browser and search it, and then it will come up on the Google site, or excuse me, the Amazon site. Okay. Um, but it's I'm, an older version. And yeah, so I'm sure people want there. the newest version of everything. So oh, yeah. first of all, how do people access this website and this information? Uh, how do they get it? Go to truthunity.net, and on the homepage is a great big, right in the center of the homepage is what we call the Fillmore Study Bible dashboard, and that shows the progress of this project. Items that are highlighted in yellow are ones, those are chapters for which the annotations are complete. You'll see there a link for John, Matthew, all the books of the New Testament. Beautiful, those beautiful. that have, Go ahead, yeah, just me. click on it, and you can, it will take you directly to the page for that book. And at the top of that page will be links for downloading the PDFs. And you can just scroll through that page and read the text of the uh, the study Bible online. Uh, <coughs> so it's, excuse me. It's fully accessible right now. So, so let me ask you this question. How can people support you in this project? Well, the, the most important thing is to download it, print it out, put it in front of you on your dresser or your desk, and hold it in consciousness. We, okay. I, I will be so great. That is, you know, so important. We want this to be not just a book. We want it to be a work of consciousness. We want people to hold this and to use it uh, as a, um, a reminder that spirit is working with us right now in unknown ways. And so print, print out, take a short book. Um, 
Matthew and John are about 100 pages long, so pick out Romans. Print that out. That's 20, 30 pages. Or take it to, take it to your printer and have it done, done well. Um, the, the second thing, if you are inclined to be a, a collaborator in this, uh, we are open to people um, going through and doing what we are doing, and that is looking through the Fillmore teachings and writing out commentary and annotations. And I will work with you if, if you're interested in participating. Uh, right now we have two people who are actively collaborating, and we have two people who are in training uh, to be collaborators. Um, and the two that are in training, by the way, are from the Universal Foundation for Better Living. So you're not alone. Uh, that's um, great. That's, that's a, great. That's the second way. Um, you can you can be a collaborator with us, and uh, that makes you a member of the Fillmore Bible Society, uh, by the way. that's And then the, the third way, it, it obviously, is, is donation of funds. We... Um, um, the, right now, the, uh, the the sponsoring ministry, the controlling ministry, is Truth Unity, which is a 501c3. It's a, um, a, a ministry recognized by uh, the Unity Worldwide Ministries, um, and so it's tax deductible. However, when we get this thing out at the end of the year, the New Testament, uh, the next order of business will be forming a nonprofit corporation called the Fillmore Bible Society, which will also be 501c3, um, and the, the, uh, the, the controllers of it will be the collaborators of the study Bible. And at that time, we will be accepting donations directly for the Fillmore uh, Bible Society. But I can tell you is any donation that's sent to Truth Unity right now that is, is marked uh, Fillmore Bible Society will be uh, so designated. Um, so we're, I'm uh, happy, I've been very well supported in this. Um, the, the most important thing is the consciousness, to realize that this Bible is our Bible. Us and we in New Thought deserve to have our own Bible. We need to cherish this. Um, also, let me tell you, if, one of the reasons I want people to download it and to, and to print it out is because then you become an editor. You become a proofreader. You become a, uh, a critic. And we need feedback. Uh, no one's ever done this before. This right. is brand new ground for new thought, having our own study Bible. And we, uh, we're not sure what the right format is. We, the balance of scholarship versus devotion, um, the tense of the language. Do we talk about we language or you language? Um, how sophisticated it needs to be. We need feedback. So uh, download it, print it out, uh, put it on your desk, and look at it from time to time. Use it in prayer. Use it for research. Uh and, and get back to us. Let us know what's working. Uh, we, we will go to print um, when the New Testament um, is done. We'll, we'll, there will be a, 
that will not be print on demand. It, it should be far too large for a print on demand project. And I would like to have as many eyes looking at the text before we go to print than, uh, than after. So, uh, having multiple people reading it will be a great help to me. And that's beautiful. Uh, oh, excuse me. Go ahead. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, and, and just sending me, um, sending me affirmations that this is, you know, I, uh, I get discouraged like everyone else, and when I get an email from a reader or visitor and they're uh, affirming this project, it is, uh, I'm very grateful, and I would be grateful to you uh, or to your listeners uh, to do that. So, yeah, so we're about two minutes or maybe a minute and a half away from having to take our break. So before we take our break, I just wanted to reemphasize a few things. First of all, obviously, hold the project in consciousness. Obviously, uh, print it out, read it. If you can give him some feedback, please send it to him. And if you are guided by spirit to help him produce this project, then send a donation to truthunity.net and let them know that it's for the Fillmore Study Bible. Because when it's all said and done, ministry is very fulfilling. But as I always tell people in my personal life, it can be a hard hustle. Because you put everything everything into things, and at times, there are times when ministers, as he stated already, have situations where sometimes we wonder if all the work is worth it. And of course it is, and you're worth it, obviously. However, everybody needs support. And if you are guided by spirit to support this project, please do so. Also, Share this podcast or the information from this podcast with other people. Most likely, you know, other people who read new thought or metaphysical material. Share this project with them. Text it to them. Email it to them. Share it on Facebook. Share this podcast. If you can't explain it, just share the podcast. When Once it becomes live on the website or through the various apps, make sure that you help get this message out because it's all hands on deck when it comes to getting our message out to the world so we're going to take our break and we'll be right back with truth transforms Welcome back to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. Before we get back to our guest, the Reverend Mark Hicks, I want to give our quick commercial. So just remember at Christ Universal Temple, you can still tune into our right now online only service, which is 1030 a.m. Central Time on Sundays. You can watch on our website www.cutemple.org. It's cu, the word temple together, .org. You can go to our Facebook page, which is Christ Universal Temple, or our YouTube page, which is CU Temple, one word. You can also get notifications, so they'll go right to your phones when we go live online. Also, I want to remind you that we have Facebook Live Lessons 
Monday through Friday at noon central time. I, along with uh, Blanche Wilson and Gavin Jackson, teach from the Daily Inspiration for Better Living, which is a periodical that is distributed by the Universal Foundation for Better Living. And we try as much as possible to give you practical Christian metaphysical lessons to help you live better lives. So make sure that you tune in and check it out. Make sure you check out our uh, senior minister's Facebook um, conversation. He he calls it Temple Talks, where he answers your questions about new thought, self-help, goals, leadership, or any other thing you need or subject you need to improve your life. So that happens at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook. Just put in the search engine Rev Derek Wells and it'll pop up. And we also have a consciousness building call every Thursday at 6 p.m. So during that time, ministers from Christ Universal Temple, we just do simple, quick prayer treatments just to help people realign with the presence and power of God that already resides within them. So we have a lot of things going on. Obviously, you know, we're looking at the world opening up and we'll be, you know, putting out information about that process as soon as we possibly can. But in the meantime, make sure you stay plugged in. And every fourth Sunday during the summer, we're going to have an outdoor service. We build a giant stage. We have a full church service. People park their cars, every other parking space. They put their lawn chairs out and we have a great time. And we're going to do that regardless of the fact if we're in the building or not. During this summer, we're having these community style events. So not only can we worship with each other, but the community can also be involved with our worship and fellowship. So hopefully you're tuning in. Hopefully you're plugging in. We would love to see you. Also, I want to remind you, if you do, if you want to call in and ask the Reverend Mark Hicks a question about the Fillmore Study Bible Project, you can call in at 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. So, uh, Reverend Mark, I do want to ask you about the individual Bible study booklets that you will also be producing from this project. Yeah, they're well, they're available now. The um, so you can go out to the homepage of Truth Unity, look at the center. You'll see the dashboard. Pick your book that, and actually download the PDF now. Um, however, each one of those was annotated by a particular person who got in depth with that particular book, the Gospel or the Epistle, and they are being invited to actually produce. Uh, Bible studies. You know, we walk into a Christian bookstore and we see the rack on the wall. They're usually pamphlets of uh, Bible studies for a particular book or a particular topic. We have the capacity now, we have the ability to rapidly produce these individual booklets for uh, particular books um, where the annotations are extended by the collaborator. So the person, it's not just the Charles Fillmore um, annotations, but it's also the the person that did the annotation, the collaboration, uh, is has created a study guide, has created questions for group discussion. And uh, we won't have it for all books, but it is 
the uh, the opportunity for us in New Thought to craft our own individual study uh, well, study guides for books. That and is we can do that, that because the, the software lets us do that. Um, yes. And we can have a uh, uh, different editions of it as well. It could be one by me and one by Reverend Galen. Uh, we, can, we can have our own um, using the same software, the same basic text and annotations. And I think that's great because many times when I'm doing metaphysical Bible study work, you know, of course, I use the metaphysical Bible dictionary and the revealing word, which is Charles Fillmore, Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, and the people who put the material together. And but I also will study Amy Fox or I'll study Melinda Kramer or I'll pull up Neville or I'll pull up Joe Goldsmith just to see. What are, what are the differences? And first of all, you know, 80% of it is the same. <laughs> without a doubt, 80% mm-hmm. of it is without a doubt the same. Emma Curtis Hopkins, it doesn't matter who it is. Um, but the uniqueness of the, once you understand the principle of metaphysical Bible interpretation, that's what allows the world to open up to the, to the method because it's so deep. It's a well that never runs dry. It's just continues to allow us to get more practical and mystical interpretations out of this methodology. So I do, I agree. I think we can have 10 interpretations of the gospel of John and they will all be valid and solid because the work has been done and there are standards of interpretation to make sure that we're following along the lines that we should, because I know some people think metaphysical Bible interpretation is just pulled out of the air and that's not accurate uh, <laughs> at all. So, uh, Reverend Mark, I do want to ask you about a new project that you have put together titled Affirmation Circles with uh, Jack Roberts. Could you talk a little bit about that project? Yeah, yeah. The, the uh, Affirmation Circles is, a, it's a, the concept is in the church, um, two or three people are gathered together, and what they do is they share with each other a concern or a desire. Three, three by five cards are passed out, and the other people in the affirmation circle write an affirmation or a denial for what that person has said. And so if you have a circle with six people, and which typically is an appropriate number for an hour uh, affirmation circle session, uh, each person would share a desire or a concern. The other five people would write an affirmation on a three-by-five card. When everyone's done, they individually read what they have written while they're looking at the person and affirm the person's desire or concern or deny their concern. And then they hand the card to the person. So at the end of the affirmation circle, if you have six people, you walk away with five affirmations personally written for you. And uh, this does a number of things. First of all, it affirms each one another. But secondly, it teaches us how to write affirmations. And thirdly, it teaches newcomers to New Thought Churches how we pray affirmatively for one another. So if you're new to New Thought and you're wondering what's going on here, this is a, an activity that 
is fun, it's personal, it's affirming, it's uh, drawing on spirit, and it's teaching us how to write affirmations for one another. I think writing affirmations is uh, as pure a spiritual activity as we can get in new thought. And uh, Jack and I are trying to formalize the process through something called Affirmation Circles. If you go to affirmationcircles.org, it will take you to our Facebook group, which uh, is available anytime. And you can you can go to Facebook, you can join the group, write a, a request, and people will write affirmations for you. Or you can meet with us on Monday evenings at 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. And um, that same URL, affirmationcircles.org, will take you to both places. Beautiful, beautiful. So if you want a support group that helps you develop consciousness, because sometimes you can have support groups that support you, and then there's support groups that allow you to maintain your own agency. And what I mean by that is you're empowered, not just supported. Yeah. You want to be supported, obviously. People need support. But one of the things that New Thought emphasizes is while we're supporting you, let's enhance and work with our own individual consciousness. Let me help you as you develop your individual consciousness by doing the work, the inner work that allows you to be an avenue or vehicle or conduit for the activity of spirit to flow through you. There are no special people in God. They're just people who say yes to what's already within them. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I do want to talk a little bit about, since we're talking about the Fillmore Study Bible, and you had mentioned earlier about how people misinterpret the Bible, in particular uh, how they leave the Bible alone because it was presented to them in a particular kind of way. And I've discovered that when I have conversations with, people about the Bible, the person who is often brought up is the Apostle Paul. And I wanted to know if it was some examples, and we talked about this offline, like, you know, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, you know, maybe like 3 through 11, or that you mentioned like Romans and something from 2 Corinthians. Well, we you can just give a quick brief example about how the metaphysical Bible interpretation can tweak, um, or not tweak, that's, a, that's the wrong word, can give insight to scriptures that might be misinterpreted. Yeah, well, um, I've got a whole bunch on Paul, and uh, chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians is, a, is an interesting one. I'm not a real uh, scholar on that chapter, but I can tell you that um, when it says that um, what, what Paul received was that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Okay, that what that means is that our inner Christ is allowing us to change. That inner Christ is is holding us through the process of transformation, and we will be raised on the third day. The third day is a metaphor for a, a new time of life. It's a, in, in New Thought, we call it overcoming. 
And so if you go to the Fillmore Study Bible and you turn to 1 Corinthians 15, you're going to see that the text is there in modern-day English. But there's also a an annotation that uh, for, for many of the phrases, one of which is, that which I also received, said by Paul. And our annotation is that Jesus Christ overcame all the sins of the flesh, saved his body from the tomb, and raised it from eternal life. It's not an atonement. It's an overcoming. It's, it's an empowerment of us to overcome that which is an adversity to us. It's not being... Uh, it's it's not an atonement for sins. It's an, an empowerment for overcoming, and we see that in the in the uh, in, in the annotation. We have annotations for raised on the third day. Annotations for he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Who is Cephas? Cephas is a part of our own psyche. It's a part of our own mind where we hold faith, and the twelve, the other, the remaining twelve, are also. Uh, aspects of our consciousness. And this passage tells us that we are resurrected when um, the Christ appears to all aspects of our personality. Let, let me go to a, a better example, I think, that is, is really very powerful. Um, and that is the, the early part of Romans, the first chapter of Romans, and there's a passage in there um, that says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Most of, a, of, a, of us have heard that. Yes. Um, and is the power of God for salvation for the Jew first and also the Greek. Now, historically, we know what the Jew is and we know what the Greek is. But the commentary says the Jew is our religious thoughts, and the Gentiles, the Greek, are our worldly thoughts. And what Paul is saying is that he came not just to convert our religious thoughts, but to convert our worldly thoughts. Most of us get in trouble not because of our religious thoughts. We get into trouble because of our worldly thoughts. Mm -hmm. And Paul is saying those are your Greek thoughts. Those are your Gentile thoughts. And that the good news of Christ is that the salvation is for your worldly thoughts. You're here to be saved whole. You're here to be saved not only as a religious person, but as a worldly person. It's to bring the gospel into your everyday life. And so that's the sort of interpretation we will get when we look at uh, the writings of Paul in a, uh, in a metaphysical way. Beautiful, beautiful. And I think that that giving examples of, of how it works helps people get a handle on it. Because when people are reading scriptures, and obviously there are layers of things you have to go through, you know, things like obviously language, language is being translated from one, uh, you know, words being translated from one language to another, obviously. Then there's the cultural context, you know, you know, a thousand years from now, a person might not understand what it means if I said, I put my foot in my mouth. It's, you know, it's so many things that yep. show up just with language. And then the metaphysical interpretation of the Bible is a methodology that we utilize, that, uh, for lack of terms, impose on the text. 
to help us pull the spiritual principles out of the text. And I think it's really important for people to see how it's done, why it's important. And just for an example, how practical the interpretations are, because what you just gave was very practical. This is about overcoming. This is about transformation. This is, you know, and when we draw, start to drill down even on things like what does the Apostle Paul represent metaphysically? What does Jesus Christ represent metaphysically? What, you know, just like you did with the Jews and the, in the, in the Hebrew and the Greeks in the text, it's so many things that we can uh, drill down on and interpret when we have the methodology. And we also recognize that everybody's not going to sit down and do all of this work. So first mm-hmm. of all, let us be grateful that Mark and his team are willing to take this material that was created over decades, not a few years, decades, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and actually bring it to us in a practical manner so we can help spread this message. So New Thought isn't the best kept secret in the world anymore. Now, absolutely. Uh, you know, you know, so so uh, Mark, you know, we have about seven, eight minutes left. And, you know, with with this Fillmore study Bible process, uh, I think that one of the things that will come out of it is a better understanding of metaphysical Christianity. You know, when people can go to a Barnes and Nobles or order on Amazon or wherever they get their Bible material and actually put the put this Fillmore study Bible with their other resources, it will allow new thought and new thoughts, unique view of the Bible into the mainstream. How do you feel? How do you feel this will impact the mainstream, not just us, but the mainstream uh, reader of the Bible? Well, we're going to, first of all, we are moving into a metaphysical era, in my opinion. It's obvious that Christianity is in the throes of a major change right now. No one is sure where it's going, but for the past hundred years, Christianity has, is, is changing. My bet, my opinion is that we are moving into a metaphysical era. And, and what I mean by that is it was the Greeks that gave us medicine, who gave us mathematics, who gave us um, uh, information about music. Um, and the Greeks had a tremendous impact on early Christianity. And I believe that today people are open to new understandings of Christianity based on what the Greeks have told us in the past. Uh, we are Western uh, metaphysical Christians. I believe that the, the history is the, the tide of history is on our on our side. It's there. Um, so I think it's a theology for the 21st century. I think it's a theology for modern day thinking, for people who are moving beyond the empiricism empiricism of of um, 300 years ago, where everything was mechanical, everything was controlled, everything was materialist. We are beginning to see that the world is much richer, much more diverse, um, much more mental, much more psychical uh, than it than it has it has been interpreted previously. And our religion 
our, our uh, understanding of who Jesus is today, um, how, where Jesus is today, where we find Jesus, how we listen to Jesus, how we uh, walk hand in hand with our Christ nature is a brand new, we have an opportunity to, to move that ball forward in a way that wasn't there for hundreds of years. Um, because the old way is crumbling, and it's been crumbling for, you know, 75 to 100 years. Uh, that's why the Fillmore's came about. That's where New Thought came about. Um, the old way isn't working any longer, and the new way is a metaphysical way. It's reaching back to our roots, which are metaphysical. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, we don't have really a lot of time to drill down on this, but I'm a big believer that the entire self-help movement came out of new thought that you know when you you know when you go back and you study the people who were the forefathers and mothers of the self-help movement you know people like napoleon hill and norman vincent peale they all study new thought all of them and you know and even people who are utilizing word of faith interpretation word of faith pentecostal christianity has as a baseline metaphysics, but they put it within a fundamentalist context. So when people hear particular ministers online or on TV, they say, oh, they're new thought. And I was like, they're not new thought, but they're borrowing our concepts. So I agree with you that we're trending in the right way. As a matter of fact, I can remember when I, this is years ago, Mark, I was maybe probably more than a decade ago, I was, uh, one morning I was laying in bed before I, you know, just kind of just relaxing for a moment. I turned the TV on and this minister showed up from Louisiana. His name was uh, Dr. Leroy Thompson. He's known as the money cometh guy. And he's a well-known Pentecostal word of faith preacher. So as he's preaching his sermon, my brain is processing that I've heard these words before. And I was like, well, I don't watch his show. I'm familiar with him, but I don't watch his, you know, his church broadcast, but I know this material and it dawned on me. Oh my God. I think he's preaching Charles Fillmore. So Mm -hmm. I listened a little bit more and I realized that he was teaching the book prosperity. So I went to my office, came back to my bedroom. I opened the book and I'm not exaggerating, Mark. He preached the first chapter of prosperity preached it word for word, but he was teaching it as revelation instead of Fillmore. Mm -hmm. And I'm not knocking him, not knocking the hustle. All I'm saying is many of them are teaching new thought, but they don't want to lose their church and their reputation. Like what happened with Bishop Carlton Pearson. When he started studying metaphysics and mentioned it, and then next thing you know, he lost everything. So it's already out there. It doesn't make a difference who yep. it is. It could be the Joel Osteens, the TD Jakes, the different people. Trust me when I tell you, they are studying New Thought. They are studying Fillmore. They are studying Unity material. I know it because it's my material. It's Mark's material. It's our material. And we know our stuff when we hear it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, so Absolutely. I just want to make sure that you all know that this isn't an, an anomaly. This is 
out there already. Uh, the, uh, I've heard Creflo Dollar teach man is a threefold being, very similar to how we teach it in Christian metaphysics, and then scale back once he got pushed back. And I'm just mentioning names because these people are popular, well-known and highly successful ministers, not to throw shade at them, but to show you that they are using our material. And if they're going to use it, we should use it and we should maximize it and get the material out properly, purely and properly. So we have about 40 Mm -hmm. seconds left. So Reverend Mark, I just want to just thank you for coming on and sharing the information about this project. I thank you so much for the work and dedication that you're doing to push new thought forward. It, it matters. It matters a lot. And I just want to make sure that the listeners share this podcast, go to truthunity.net, um, download what he asked you to download, hold it in consciousness. If you're led to give and support the project, please do. If you're led to be a contributor, please contact Mark through the website Make sure that you do whatever you're guided to do to help push this project through. Share the information. Thank you, Mark. God bless Thank you. Thank you. And we'll be right and we'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms. Take care. God bless you all. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.